Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. Well, hello there. Welcome to episode 233 of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm your host, Mike Morrison, one half of the Membership Guys. Thank you so much for listening to the show. This episode is going out on Christmas Eve. So, Merry Christmas Eve to those of you who celebrate. Now, as I'm sure if you are listening to this on the day of release, you've got family hounding you, you've got last minute shopping to do that you've been putting off and all that sort of stuff. So we're going to keep it a little bit light this week. I don't want to overdo it with the tactics and the strategical stuff. So we're going to talk about the seven types of members that every single membership has. All right. So if you're thinking of starting a membership, this gives you a little bit of a taste of what's to come. And if you already run a membership, then you'll probably find yourself thinking, oh, hey, I'm glad it's not just me that has members like that. So let's talk about the seven types of members you will see in every kind of membership. First is your average Joe or your average Josephine, just the standard run-of-the-mill, salt-of-the-earth type of member. There's nothing particular um, that stands out about them that's different. These are the people who make up the majority of your member base. They're awesome. We love them. They are the lifeblood of our membership. But yeah, they're just kind of normal. They use the site in the way that it was designed. They're positive. They don't necessarily complain a lot. They maybe, you know, they'll maybe post in your community a few times a week. They're just regular, normal members. Nothing so spectacular or different about them that warrants giving them a funny name or singling them out in some way, but we had to address them first and foremost. Your regular, average, normal member. The next type of member is your power user. This is the 1%. These are the guys that you probably know by name. You probably know quite a lot about them. They are in your community as a constant presence. They probably log in several times a day. They'll usually start conversations as opposed to kind of your your normal average members who are perhaps more inclined to reply to topics other people have started your power users will be usually ones who drive the conversation they'll have probably consumed every piece of content that you've ever put out and they'll gorge on anything new that gets put out within hours of it being released these types of members are awesome because they you know they they contribute so much inside a community they instigate discussions they proactively help other members out and they seek out opportunities to you know be of use to be of service in your membership quite often if you find yourself looking to hire kind of moderators or community managers then it's usually the power users who you'll turn to if you are putting out podcasts or case studies then usually you'll think of your power members first as the people you might ask generally these will be the people who are first to come through with a testimonial or something like that. So these, like I said, they're, they're the 1%. We'd kind of love it if every single member was like that, but at the same time, we probably wouldn't because it would probably be uh, a little bit crazy, a little bit chaotic if every single member was starting a new post every single, like several times a day and all that sort of stuff. Power users are awesome. And I bet money that you probably already have some names in your head right now of who your power members, power users are. The opposite of the power users are the lurkers. I hate that word. 
I hate the word lurkers because it, it suggests something negative, but there will be a large percentage of your member base who you never hear from. You never see them posting in your community, yet they are there. They log in regularly, they consume content, they'll read what other people are talking about, and they'll extract a lot of value from observing, but they never participate. These people actually make up quite a large proportion of average member bases. And the reason I don't like the term lurkers is because it's a negative term where actually these guys are great because they're still getting value. They just get value in a way that suits them better. I've actually seen a suggested that instead of using the term lurker, we should refer to them as active readers. I'm not sure whether that's the right term to be using. It's it's a little bit lame, but uh, it's definitely more positive than lurker. So um, yeah, you you have lurkers within your community those names that you will see in the uh the little box in your forum software perhaps that tells you who's online you'll maybe recognize some of the names that pop up there but you can't ever recollect the time where they replied to something started a post even contacted you for support um maybe they come along to your q a sessions your live training sessions but they never ask any questions like these guys are still getting a lot of value from your membership, they might be subscribed for years and years. We've got members in Membership Academy who are like that. They've been members for four years, but we never hear from them. And actually, when we've reached out to them to make sure everything's okay, they're perfectly happy doing things the way they prefer to do things. In fact, I'm more typically a lurker in other communities that I'm in. I would think that I'm actually quite an active member in those different communities because I'll log in frequently, I'll read conversations frequently, but I will go months and months and months. And in some communities, I've literally never posted within that community. And yet I would consider myself active in terms of how engaged I am, but I'm a lurker in term, from the perspective of the person running the membership because they never, ever, ever hear from me. So that's the third type of member that every single membership has, the lurkers. So the next type of member are ghosts. So these are people who were power users, but then almost overnight, they disappeared. They became lurkers. So they're still subscribed, they're still paying you, and if you look into their activity, they're still they're still getting emails, opening them, logging in and stuff, but they just almost turned on a dime in terms of the way in which they engaged with your community. Some memberships will see this more than others, or maybe you've just not kind of spotted them, but there's always those people where it seemed like for the first few months, or even as long as, you know, six months, 12 months, whatever in a membership, these people were frequent fixtures within your community, and then they just vanished almost instantaneously. Now, sometimes it's because something happened in their life that has taken priority, taken precedence, but it's always, it's always noticeable when you have that drastic a change in the way that someone is actually showing up and engaging with your membership, especially when they continue to pay you. You will every now and then have someone who's a power user who then just has to cancel. That's a different situation. But someone who goes from being a power user who was there all throughout the day, every day, and then suddenly, poof, they're gone. They're ghosts. So yeah, you're going to find these guys. Next type of member is their hit and runner. Oh, the hit and runners. These are the people that so many membership owners are scared of. 
they're worried about. The people who will join your membership, they'll consume everything almost in a rush. They'll consume all of your content within the first few weeks or in just the first month of their membership, and then they're gone. They'll download everything, and then they go. Their modus operandi is to squeeze the absolute maximum amount of value out of that one single first month so they don't have to pay for a second month or a third month or whatever. So they take what they can, and I don't mean they're not stealing your content or have nefarious purposes. They just are in such a rush, and their top priority is in learning absolutely everything that is possible to learn and consuming absolutely everything that's possible to consume before their first month of access runs out. Sometimes it's because they just don't have the financial means to continue being a subscriber. Sometimes it's just because they don't recognize the value in staying subscribed. They're only focused on the content, on the volume of stuff, as opposed to the true value that you get in a membership, which can come from becoming part of the community and this, that, and the other. These hit-and-run members can be frustrating because obviously memberships thrive on people paying you month after month, year after year. And while, of course, we don't necessarily lose anything if someone decides to be a hit-and-run member, we also know that they're not going to get results. They're not going to get value. And, you know, maybe that reflects on the way in which they communicate about the membership. Well, hey, I joined the membership. I watched all of their stuff and I'm still no further forward. Well, yeah, that's because, you know, you were shotgunning five hours worth of courses every single day and not taking any action because you were only concerned with getting through everything in that first month. You do get the hit and run members who come in and try and just download absolutely everything. If you do have a membership where your material is downloadable, they will just download everything on their hard drive and then the idea will be they consume, they can cancel their membership and then just consume it at their leisure. 99% of the time, they'll never open any of the stuff they downloaded ever again because they do this with like a whole bunch of memberships and a whole bunch of courses. And of course, they never get time to actually do it. But yeah, these guys can be frustrating. They're not the type of members that we want to attract. Fortunately, they are the minority. So that's definitely not something that you should fear as a membership owner, certainly not something that you should allow to dictate strategic or tactical choices in how you set up your membership. But yeah, they are frustrating. So that's our fifth type of member. The sixth, sort of similar, um, not totally, but in, in the same kind of vein, these are your frequent flyers. So these are the people who join for a month and then cancel. And then six months later, they join for another month and then they cancel. And then six months later, they're back for another month, and then they cancel. So rather than joining and sticking with it and you know getting into or building some momentum, getting into a good routine and habit of engaging with the community and this, that, and the other, they just keep coming and going and coming and going, starting and stopping, starting and stopping. And they never really get anywhere because they don't give themselves the, the time or get themselves enough into the process of consuming and implementing and all that sort of stuff. They don't give themselves that. It's just stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. And sometimes what they will actually do is they essentially become a habitual hit and run member. So they come for a month, they 
consume everything that's been released in between the time they were last year and the, the time now. And then they go for six months and they come back and they consume that six months worth of content. And the pattern just goes on and on and on. We see these ourselves within our own membership. We see these in uh, a bunch of other memberships as well. And so many times it gets a little frustrating for us, mainly because every time, a lot of time these guys come back, they're telling you that you know, they're back because uh, they haven't really been able to get started. They haven't really been able to see the changes they were hoping for. And now they're back to give it another go. So much, it would be so much better if they just waited until the time was right or if they just decided to make a commitment. Okay, I'm going to give this three months and I'm going to focus and make this the priority for three months instead of dipping in and out and dipping in and out. But you know, there's only so much we can do to uh, encourage these guys to do that. So you're definitely going to see those frequent flyers. And then the seventh type of member that every membership has are the back pocketers. Now, these um, these are the ones who join and they don't log in. They don't consume your content. They'll rarely open the emails, but they keep paying you. And if you reach out to them, you know, if you're, if, if you're on top of your engagement management and your membership and you reach out to them and kind of say, Hey, we noticed you joined, but you never actually logged in. You never went through the onboarding. You never consume any of the content just to remind you, you know, you are still paying us. Like you'll hear back from them. Yeah, that's fine. I'm happy. I'm happy continuing to pay. And it makes no sense, right? Initially, because you think, like, why would you pay $50 a month? and then not use what you're paying for and quite happily continue doing that for years. But what these types of members are doing is they are keeping you in their back pocket. This is why we call them back pocketers. They are essentially paying for your membership as an insurance policy so that the one time they need an answer to a question, they need a resource, they've got you already. They don't have to go through the rigmarole of researching and signing up for something. They know that when the time comes, they can just come into your community, ask a question, get what they need, and they've saved themselves the time and the hassle and the trial and error of getting that solution through another means. And saving on that hassle and saving that time for them makes paying you month after month, year after year, worthwhile. It's like insurance. They pay it because it means they know that they are covered when they need it. Now, these members, again, they're generally within the minority, and it may actually sound like quite a good thing, right? It may, it may sound like, yeah, I want more of these back pocket members, because then I don't really have to worry about whether I'm giving them enough to keep them engaged, keep them paying. I just have to make sure like I'm available or the community is there when they're ready. You don't want all of your member base to have this mindset because then obviously your community will be a ghost town and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, it's it's funny having that little uh, proportion of your member base who literally are happy to just keep paying you just so they have a, a shortcut, basically, to what they need on the rare occasion that they may need it. Again, it's all we always kind of laugh when someone tells us that's the way in which they use the academy. But when you start to talk to them about their situation, their needs, and all that sort of stuff, for those guys, the convenience is worth it. They're not looking at things in terms of cost. They're looking at essentially the quality of life 
if you want to call it, you know, if you want to put that label on it, is the quality of life enhancement and the simplicity and the convenience that comes from knowing if something goes wrong in this area, if I need advice in this area, if I'm having an issue here, I know exactly where to go and I can get a resolution, I can get a suggestion, I can get some input without having to waste time researching or take my chances on an unproven solution. So, those are seven types of members every membership site is going to have. I'm sure that you probably are sitting there thinking, yeah, okay, well, I I know who my ghosts are. I know who my frequent flyers are. Oh, yeah, back pocketer. That's what you would call, you know, this person. So hopefully uh, this has been a fun episode for you. If you are starting a membership site, this gives you an idea of what's to come because I think sometimes we start a membership site expecting that everybody will be a power user. Or maybe we get a little bit worried about offering a free trial because we think that every member is going to be a hit and runner. So this is all to say that most memberships are a nice blend of all these types of members. And there's a whole bunch of other different uh, member characteristics and labels that I'm sure we could uh, put on them, but we'd be here all day if we did that. Anyway, as we said, I want to keep this episode a little bit light in terms of, you know, sometimes we go a bit heavier on the tactic type stuff because it's the holiday season after all. Uh, so hopefully you found it useful. Hope you found it enjoyable. I'd love to know if you've identified some other types of members that are coming in your membership site, or have you got a different name for them? Obviously, keep it clean, keep it respectful, but, you know, the people we call hit and runners, do you have another name? The people we call back pocketers, do you call them something else? I'd love to hear from you guys. Send me a tweet at membership guys. Hit me up on Instagram at membership guy. My DMs are open if you want to uh, slide right in there with your thoughts on this week's episode. If you're in our free Facebook group, then uh, we always have a, a post in there. Please do comment on that. Or, of course, if you are inside membershipacademy.com, we always chat a little bit more about every week's episode in there as well. So I'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback. That is it from me for this week. Next week, we have a very, very special episode to close out the year. For our long-term listeners, you will know every single year since we started this thing, on the last episode of the year, we always look back at the 10 most popular podcast episodes of the preceding year. Uh, the timing for this one is is fantastic because next week, when this episode, when next week's episode goes out, it will be New Year's Eve. So we get to have that real conclusion to the year for those of you who maybe don't have a party to go to or you do have a party to go to, you just really don't want to go there, then come hang out with me on New Year's Eve as we look back at the 10 most popular episodes of the Membership Guys podcast. It's a thrilling way to end the year, I say with my tongue firmly in cheek. Um, but until then, I am out of here. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'll be back again next week to look back on the top episodes from 2019. Until then, take care. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. The Membership Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. 
With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discount perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement, and advice, the Membership Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage, and grow a successful membership website. Check it out at membershipacademy.com.